Shall we read a poem from A Light in the Attic? Hello all and welcome to Shall We Read a Poem? I'm Russ. And I'm sick. <laughs> RSV, Real Sexy Virus. Mm, that would make a good, bad shirt. I know I'm not the first person to make that joke, surely. Well, I'm also Lauren. I have something, I have some sort of head cold, I think. I'm doesn't feel like COVID, and I'm testing negative for COVID. So either it's, I got the flu, and it's my immune system that's been vaccinated versus the flu, and it's just acting like a mild cold, or I just have a mild cold. Either way, I'm just kind of uncomfortable, but it's not awful. It's to the point where NyQuil still makes you feel better? It's not even NyQuil-worthy. Ah, it's more mold just... wine-worthy. Yeah, maybe a little whiskey worthy, even though I don't have that with me right now. It's more like a it's more like a Tylenol and grump around sort of thing. <laughs> I've got some mold wine. Oh, that sounds nice. I actually don't wouldn't want mold wine because I get a histamine reaction from wine. And that would make Damn. things worse. My, my main complaint is that my sinuses feel terrible. Even more so than usual. Yeah, even more so than usual. Your hair is freshly bereddened. It is. I did it a few days ago. And my hair is freshly beshaven. I think I, do I that can tell. Pretty much every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I guess, I guess it looks different. Well, on this balmy day, what are we talking about? Because I'm sick and I'm not really drugging myself to hell to deal with it, you're going to get not very much energy. <laughs> That's okay. I brought lots. Okay, good. The lost cat. <laughs> We can't find the cat. We don't know where she's at. Oh, where did she go? Does anyone know? Let's ask this walking hat. And it is a kind of fedora-like hat, but with a wide brim. And there, it has four feet and a tail from up from under it. A trilby for all you MRAs yeah, 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 out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a trilby. It's a trilby. So... You have lost some cats, but they went to good places. Yeah, that's why I'm reading this poem today, is that the three older kittens that we've had at my house for a month and gotten very attached to uh, all went to the cat adoption team today, where they will find their forever homes. But that was the goal. Goodbye is the goal, as they say. Aw, but tough to let go sometimes. Well, these in particular, because they were very nice, and they weren't... They were very nice. Yeah. They're very nice, and they weren't super chaotic and destructive like some kittens are. They mainly just wanted to cuddle. The opposite of a problem. My uh, my roommate brought me whiskey, and now I do have whiskey. Yay! What kind? <laughs> it's not whiskey at all. It's kombucha. It might. I don't know what's going. What is going on with here? I have been handed a mystery beverage. It is Nyquil and pumpkin juice. We call it a jack o' lantern. Hmm. Well, it's alcohol. I have owned two kitties. One died and one was lost. No. One of my friends recently lost their cat because their cat got into their friend's truck and absconded with their, in their friend's truck. And when the friend opened the door, like in North Portland, uh, a blur of white came out the door. <laughs> and my friend was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I think that was a cat. 
And so <laughs> he called my friend and my friend was distraught and they spent days flyering the neighborhood and I put posts up on my social media and a lot of people helped. And luckily my friend talked to the homeless encampments that were nearby and told them about their cat. One of the people at the encampments called my friend and told them that their cat was there. And so then they went and got their cat. Look at that. Yeah, it was great. No, my little cat went out one day and never came back. This was, I mean, I was pretty young at the time, so this was rather pre-internet. Or not pre-internet, but just, you know, pre-social media, anything like that. And so it was more just flyering the neighborhood and, nope, never seen again. No, but it got coyote got it. Bet it got coyotied. Coyotied. Well, the big fluffy cat has not made a reappearance. No. I want that cat to make an appearance. I wanna, I wanna live vicariously through his uh, majestic floof. That would be. I am looking forward to the day. I know at some point before the end of days, I will own a cat again. Yeah. Get yourself a nice kitty. I'm just wondering what that's true. Because like most places in the greater Vancouver area, this apartment is pet free. Boo. Well, do we have anything else more to say about cats? No, no, I am just, I'm, my, I made a lot of mistakes at work today. Like, I'm just not. Oh, no. I just can't brain very well. Nobody cared. They weren't big ones. (laughs) <laughs> they were mainly they're mainly just in meetings where someone would be something would say something like did everybody get invited to the meeting on wednesday and i'd be like wait there's nothing on my schedule for friday and they'd be like hmm we didn't say friday we said wednesday and i was like sorry not feeling well they were like we totally get it well i am reading gulu gulu the gulu bird she has no feet she cannot walk upon the street she cannot build herself a nest. She cannot land and take a rest. Through rain and snow and thunderous skies, she weeps forever as she flies and lays her eggs high over town and prays that they fall safely down. <laughs> this makes me sad. And of course, the images of a bird without legs. It looks like a flying bowling pin just <laughs> shitting out an egg and having it fall into the void. And there's it's a crying. Te- there's a tear falling from its face. Mm, I don't like this poem. You could, t- man, that, that is, that's just a weirdly high thought that is just kind of cutely expressed at this point. Because Shell's like, what if birds had no legs? And here's a poem about it. Well, the. Things like albatross and frigate birds pretty much never land. They only land to mate and lay eggs and stuff. They're the best birds. They're I was st- <laughs> They're strange birds. The, the impetus for this poem was pigeons. And I realized that like so many other people, I've never seen a baby pigeon unless it's <laughs> one of the dead ones, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've also never seen a pigeon nest. <laughs> I have. Other than the ones on the internet where they've just fucked it all up, where it's like in the middle of a sidewalk <laughs> and it's just like kind of seven twigs <laughs> stacked on top of each other. Yeah. yeah, they're not great at it. They're just very, they they just do a lot of it and hope that it works out. I actually saw when I was down in Rehoboth Beach, uh, there's, 
as there are in a lot of places where the weather is mild, there's there are groups of feral parrots. And in this case, they were small green parrots. And one was just dropping eggs as it was hanging out with the other <laughs> parrots talking to each other. Saw some green cockatiels in Rome. They were wild. I don't have a story about them dropping eggs, but they were just really pretty. Yeah. An invasive species, I would learn. Yeah, I'm sure. So, come to find out, pigeons usually nest in places that we don't see, like bridge underpasses or storm gutters or abandoned buildings or just. I've seen their nests. Not often, but I have seen them like above doorways. Like if there's like a. A shelter above the doorway that has enough of a ledge. I've seen it there. And so then there's a follow-up. And the follow-up to that is, okay, so if they're terrible at nests, why don't we see baby pigeons? Now, I asked myself this question, and then I googled it. And the easy answer is because they stay in the nest until they look like adults. And that's a very boring answer. So one of my Google results came from the guardian.com and or i guess at the time it was guardian.co.uk because that's the header on it but this is from the internet wayback machine and i can't really tell when this was first published it looks like around or slightly before 2011 but it's also clearly before there was comment checking on letter to letters to the editor And I don't know how I came upon this one. Now, this is the days before Telegram. This is the days before Parler. This is the days probably, you know, before people just lost their shit on YouTube comments. Because you could tell there is no fact-checking going on in this comment section at all. Now, the question is very simple. Why do you never see baby pigeons? Asked of theguardian.co.uk by Amy Brighton of London. Now, (laughs) what follows is the most clown shoes litany that Web 1.0 could bring us. The first comment is, because you haven't looked in the right place, they're in the nest making feathers, which will give them the appearance of an adult pigeon. Young pigeons, or squabs, make a very tasty food, which was much more popular in past centuries when dovecoats were constructed to encourage pigeons to nest and provide meat. Answer provided by Richard Avery of Sevilla. Well, that sounds realistic. That's great. That's a perfect answer. Also, I've had squab pie. It's delicious. The second answer... Greg O'Hannison, also of London. Pigeons don't have babies. New pigeons grow inside of old pigeons until they explode (laughs) out of them. (laughs) This sound logic explains why there are no pigeon nests, eggs, or babies. (laughs) That's a great Reddit response, right? Yes, yes. So so you have... You have the Yahoo Answers first response, you have the Reddit response, and then you have the Telegram response. And so by uh, brought to us by Duncan Flight of West Heathley, you never see baby pigeons because they are machines in a government conspiracy to distract us from the fact that our country is full of foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> At least five years before Brexit, ladies and gentlemen, we can guess how Duncan voted. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I love it. 
Uh, we have hummingbirds here. Yeah, we've talked about hummingbirds. Uh, we we have. There are a lot more here. Okay. Now, there are also at least two that come to the same place outside our apartment every day and look in. Yeah, they're you're on their tariff. They don't like that you're in their territory. We have two hummingbirds that come to the same branch every day and stare in. Yeah. This is their turf. And they do, and they're they do mad. little bobbing motions with their little bodies. Like yes, this. they meant they're mad you exist. You're on their territory, and they're mad you exist. Well, how I can't? How can I solve this? I want to calm them. They have no calm. There's no chill inside a hummingbird. What if I put a feeder out? Will that help them? It will only make them more agitated. <laughs> they don't want free food. Oh no, they do. But they're going to be mad if anybody comes near delicious sugar water calm down little fellows <laughs> it will only fuel their spite it's so cold outside and they're just bobbing on the branch they go into a state called torpor it's oh. kind of like a i wouldn't call it hibernation because you know they're still sort of sitting upwards and staring at you but they slow their heart down really well compared to their normal heart rate it's just sort of like a hummingbird on on power saving mode. Hmm. That makes sense. But they're not there at night. They're only there during the day. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, they do torpor whenever they need I wonder, to. I wonder who they bob at at night. I think they're asleep, Russ. Weird little creatures. They are strange, angry little things. So I had a look at all of this nonsense regarding pigeons and, you know, how they're a government conspiracy and... I know a buddy of mine used to joke well before the days of like QAnon and that that <laughs> that, that I, when did it start the joke that birds aren't real that they're all just government drones I don't know when it started and you don't see them at night because that's when the trucks come around and replace their batteries I hadn't heard that part <laughs> they do know that there like... are birds that operate at night right oh well, owls aren't birds they're owls well, what about night jars no, we're not talking about jars. We're talking about birds. Okay. <laughs> so the fact that pigeons explode inside from out of another pigeon um, seems like an evolutionary dead end, but apparently not. There's loads of them. And this whole fledgling thing and the lack of pigeon nests and how they're terrible at everything finally took me to the worst evolutionary steps in history. All right. I'm curious. And all of these things are so pleasing to me, like the Babirusa. The uh, Babirusa is a kind of wild boar, and it can grow tusks that grow directly through its own skull. The lucky ones will just exit the top of the sort of snout. Whoa, holy shit. Yes. According... <laughs> Now, the most popular type is the gray-skinned, almost hairless, North Sulawesi babirusa. Uh, the San Diego Zoo describes this babirusa's tusks as canine teeth that can grow right up through the skin of their snout and curve back towards their forehead. Unless they lose them, they will continue to grow and will pierce the animal's skull, killing it via self-lobotomy. So uh, what do they do to lose them? Uh, either in fights 
mating or attacking other Bobby Ruses. I would think that would be part of fights. Yes. But okay. they can also fight with uh, with other critters. No, okay. Cheetahs are fast, and that's about it. They're mostly inbred. Uh, it seems that several eons ago they had kind of a mass extinction event. Uh, and population so bottleneck. Thank you. And so the ones that are alive are pretty stupid and uh, don't hunt by a scent. They hunt by a sight. And if they have one of their big charges, they're down for about half an hour. Uh, pandas should all die. Uh, they eat bamboo despite being carnivores and are terrible at sex. Uh, we are just keeping them alive for spite, I think. And horses in general. Everything about horses is just terrible. And then we have humans whose pelvises are too small for our heads. And before modern medicine, just a lot died in childbirth. And let me talk about how salty I am that we can't digest cellulose. That is odd. The most abundant plant material on the surface of the earth, and we can do nothing with it. But I did look up the, you know, what would it take, and it would take some pretty wild convergent evolution on several factors, because if we just started doing it right now, we would kind of maybe die of fever. Whoa, what do you mean? Well, because it would generate way too much energy inside oh, okay. of our very simple stomachs. Like, you know, cows can do it, but... They have several stomachs. Not really, and they have to vomit and then reconsume a couple of times, and yeah. So I don't know why you're so jealous of not being able to eat cellulose when it seems like even cows have a hard time with it. It just seems like a waste. Eh. The fact that you can look at any evolution and be like, God loves us. You are the level of delusion. There's a whole lot more. (laughs) Just shitty evolutions. I'm not going to go into them, though. Well, I'll give the uplifting thought. Lauren, you should enjoy your jack-o'-lantern, that is pumpkin spice, uh, NyQuil, and Jameson whiskey. It does taste a lot like cough medicine. I'm not sure what it is. So now that the episode's over, we can talk about the weather. I almost, I almost read a poem that had to do with the weather today because I had some fucking weird weather today. Well, it was snow apocalypse in Vancouver yesterday. Oh, that sounds nice. No, it wasn't. It hmm. was, the city was fucked. I do not know how any of these people are Canadian and don't know what is going on. It was a parking lot. Every street was jammed. Like, I'll send you a news report. It was, it, it looked like yeah, that one The video. answer to this sort of thing is you stay the fuck home, you That's put it. on your snow boots, and you go play in it. Yep. And, uh, or, you know, winter tires. Yeah, I guess so. And, but you have, like, buses sliding into shit. And, That's and because er- there's, it's because snow in these areas is so rare. But everyone knew it was coming. Like, right. it, it, it had been forecast in the, every single news outlet, and they nailed it. It was like, guys, we're being serious. It's going to be bad. There's it, it, It's going to be a skating rink. And you have people, like, who were stuck on a bridge for, I'm not lying, 12 hours. Like, what the fuck do you even do? 
Uh, this is why I won't drive anywhere when it or ever. But also, why would you drive anywhere when it snows unless you were a healthcare worker? Or I know a lot of workers have to, or they'll get fired. But if you didn't have those two exact reasons, stay the fuck home. I walked to the store, which is two. And, I learned it's two and a yeah, half you kilometers walked. up the road. That, so like, I walked a five k without knowing it. And I've got my like super coat with my little Sherpa like fuzzy bit, and I was hot the entire. I got home sweating. <laughs> but the road that I walked on, there were cars in the same place when I was coming back as were as were there when I left. And I was like, "Oh, friends, <laughs> yeah, you've done a bad thing today." <laughs> yeah, just stay home. Everybody should stay home. What was the, uh, but I'm sorry I cut you off. You you had weird weather. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there was just like this, like, I, so we don't get super high winds normally in Portland. And all of a sudden today, there was a sudden gust, gust of very high wind with just intense rain and either hail or... Or maybe it was clumps of snow or something. And the thing is, the direction of the wind kept changing every few seconds. It was the strangest <laughs> thing. It was so weird. I've never encountered something like this before. <laughs> now, was the sun shining? No. I uh, took a video of it and I put it both on my Twitter and my Instagram story. Mm. And it's not, it's never, it's not as dramatic yeah. in the video as it was in real life. But you hear me shriek at one point and that was when... I'm out there. I'm like, what is going on? What is going on? They go, yeep. And it's because the wind suddenly changed direction and all the water was coming at me. What is your favorite name for an uncommon weather phenomenon? I mean, are you talking about Steve? No. I, I was talking about something like the devil is beating his wife. Oh. Um, nah, I can't think of a bunch. My favorite is Thunder Snow. Oh, yeah, I've seen thunder snow. <laughs> snow with lightning behind it. Yeah, I've only seen it once. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> nope, that's biblical. <laughs> yeah, I'm staying yeah. in. I've only seen it once. Thunder snow. It's, it's a good word. 